And welcome to the special final edition of the Sports Desk for 2020. Uh, it's been a massive pleasure doing the Friday edition of the Sports Desk with Jay and James. It's uh, been absolutely amazing. Uh, Jay is not far away. We've got a massive two-hour special if you're just joining us. Uh, definitely plenty to get through. Uh, of course, reviewing our 2020 predictions, highlights from the year. We've got our big sports quiz towards the end of the show. And, of course, covering all topics, Premier League, A-League, cricket, basketball, um, plenty of news stories across the sporting world on this Friday, the 18th of December, closing out 2020. It's going to be absolutely fun. Uh, so we're going to get to our first track and come back with the sports news to start you off on your Friday morning. This is Queen with One Vision on the final sports desk of 2020. One Vision Queen on the sports desk on your Friday morning for the final sports desk of 2020. Good morning, Jay. How you going, Sam? <laughs> it's a bit interesting because this is the first time I've seen him in the flesh, but we're still behind a yeah. plate of glass. <laughs> it'll always be, uh, it'll always be different. But uh, still excited to have you in here. Um, how have you been? And you excited for today's two-hour special? Yeah, no, I'm keen. I'm glad we're back in the studio for the last one. Um, so, yeah, real keen to get stuck into a two-hour special for us. All right, awesome. Well, we'll crack on and get straight into the news. You can uh, interact with the show on Twitter and Instagram at SportsDeskSyn. Okay, starting off, we'll, we'll start off with this. And I know the um, announcement for the AFL fixtures today will hit this morning, so we'll try and be... Uh, atop of that, but what has been released is the pre-season competition, the 2021 Community Series uh, returns to Victoria uh, as well as several regional areas. The AFL on Thursday released the official fixture for the next season's three-week pre-season competition which is scheduled to commence in mid-February and see 18 games played across 18 different venues. Uh, exciting. There's a few surprises in there, a few warm-up matches that we like to see. We always like to see the um, the pre-season competition. Yeah, a couple of games each and, uh, you know, you get to see some of the younger players and see how they go. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to, you know, some of these odd venues that you never heard of that yeah. they play it. No, so. I, love, I love that they're um, doing that and bringing the community in. Um, and uh, I'm glad this is back and they haven't <laughs> tried to bring X back. AFLX is oh, no. in the bin. <laughs> no, <it's gone> for <laughs> uh, so we'll quickly go through that uh, round one community series. 7.10pm Thursday, Feb 18 at GMHBA Stadium, which isn't actually not that regional. But <laughs> well, it is regional, but it's not the community stadium we expected. But it's Geelong and Essendon to kick it off. Uh, I'm sure we'd love to hear <laughs> James's thoughts on that. <laughs> Um, but we, we'll try and get him on later on the show via the phone. 
Uh, also, West Coast and St Kilda play 4.40 Friday, Feb 19 at Leaderville Oval in WA. Leaderville, that's a new one. Not I haven't either. seen that one. Uh, Collingwood and Hawthorne play 3.10 Saturday, Feb 20 at Morwell Recreation Reserve. Nice. <laughs> yeah. uh, GWS play Sydney 6.10 Saturday, Feb 20 at the Blacktown International Sports Park. And 4.40, Sunday, Feb 21, Bennett Oval in South Australia. It's Port Adelaide and Carlton. Hopefully Carlton can get their revenge for that bloody after the siren kick. Yeah, well, you got your, um, you got, uh, what was it against, who was it against the after the siren? Nunes? Yeah, yeah, well, we got our we return made up serve, for it, so. but uh, be nice to get back at uh, Port Adelaide. Yeah. But that's uh, <laughs> a while away to come. Um, and so, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll let you know when the uh, the full uh, round one fixture drops this morning. Uh, also in the news, did you see the Tim Zoo fight? No, I didn't. Okay, well, he amazing. If you haven't seen the clip online, uh, the fight was pretty quick. Tim Zoo uh, beats Bowen Morgan in the first round knockout. Uh, Paul Gallen also uh, beats Mark Hunt by a unanimous decision. But seriously, it's in like... Two within two minutes, bang bang, he's gone. So you don't often see that. No, I did see the footage of that, but no. You it's, know, it's, as it's, much as that's cool, I think I'd be kind of be burnt by that because they're charging a lot for the. Uh, yeah, that's the, <laughs> the thing. Prices, like, if it's a short fight, the and... main event, and it's gone in two minutes. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I think I'd be more disappointed. I, I don't know. Let, let us know your thought. Would you rather a crazy round one knockout or the fight to go the distance? I think you. I think everyone could oh, agree. Yeah. You want the fight to go the diff- distance? Yeah. Uh, also in the news, the Australian Open will go ahead from February eight to twenty one next year. Three weeks later than usual, the newly released men's tour schedule has confirmed. Uh, qualifiers for the Australian Open will take place from the 10th to the 13th of January in Doha, Qatar, uh, with players uh, then having to go through a 14-day quarantine period in Melbourne just before the Adelaide International begins in Adelaide. Adelaide International moved to Melbourne and is set to commence on the 31st of January. Uh, and I heard news this morning about Roger Federer that uh, uh, with the delay, if there's potential delay, uh, it may get him back in time uh, to... Because there was rumours he was going to miss out. Yeah, well, hopefully he does because he's at the pointy end of his career. So it'd be good to see him one more time in Australia. So hopefully it all goes to plan and we get to see all the stars here again. Yep. Uh, the New Year's Test match is under threat after a massive COVID-19 surge in Sydney's northern beaches. A cluster in Sydney's northern beaches exploded to 17 cases on Thursday, increasing today with residents north of the, I think it's the Spit Bridge, it's uh, a Palm Beach urge to stay at home. The Sydney Cricket Ground is scheduled to host the third test match against India in less than three weeks, with tickets going on sale this Friday. But the recent surge in COVID-19 cases spirals out of control. Uh, it could force uh, CA... CA? Why is it CA? Cricket Australia. Sorry, that was very dumb. Cricket Australia to lock the gates to fans to potentially even postpone the five-day event. The last night, did you see much of last night? Uh, what are you referring to? The ODI. Oh, so yeah, the test, yes. Um, well, you can probably discuss that uh, 
in the next segment. Yes, we will. But, yeah, it was, uh, it was interesting. But the, a lot of, um, a lot of, uh, what you call it? Um, I've forgotten the word for it. The the ref uh, the umpire. The there was a discussion about one of the calls were made. But but, but we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, that's coming up. Uh, Sam Ger- Sam Kerr's run of goals has continued in the UEFA Women's Champions League with the Matildas captain scoring in a Chelsea's 3-0 win over Portuguese club Benfica in her first WCL appearance. Kerr scored Chelsea's second goal at Kings Meadow to help the Blues progress to the last 16 in the competition with an 8-0 aggregate win over the two legs. That's pretty good. Hmm. She has now scored five goals in Chelsea's past three matches in all competitions including uh, an English Women's Super League hat-trick against West Ham. That's really good because I remember them saying when she first started at the club uh, earlier this year that uh, it was taking her a while to, to warm up. I think she had a few close chances, but I, th- I think we all thought that was just yeah. just, just nerves um, jumping from... Because uh, what competition was she playing? She Was, was she playing in the, uh, the Women's A-League? Yeah, I think she was for a bit, and then... Because yeah, it's, it's a massive jump between oh, quality yeah. of competition. So, yeah, you're going to get those those nerves rattled out. But she looks like she's dominating on top in the UCL. That's that's very impressive. Yeah, you'll love to see it. Uh, also, Daniel Ricciardo has revealed he's already spoken to his new boss at McLaren about a possible da- drive at the Bathurst 1000. Ricciardo will join the British team for the 2021 season after finishing up at Renault following the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix last weekend, where he will link up with Zach Brown, who was part owner of the Supercars team, uh, Welkinshaw Andretti United, as well as being CEO of McLaren. Uh, and a few other things this morning. Oh, big one here uh, to hit this week. Uh, Melbourne City announcing uh, they'll be moving uh, to the move from the northern suburbs to the fast-growing southeastern region and fully relocate the club. Uh, the club's training and administration based at Casey Fields in time for the 2022 A-League season, the move which is likely to be seen as a positive for the A-League at a time when the competition has been struggling uh, replicates the plan of the Dandenong-based Team, Up, team 11 group who had unsuccessfully uh, bid for an expansion license in 2018. Now, I want to get your thoughts on that because um, it's an interesting one, this, because unlike Western United, I feel that this is just maybe the training facility complex and all that, and the home team, uh, the home ground will still be at Amy Park going forward. Uh, I hope so. I in 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 that sense, I hope so. I think it would be a bit disastrous uh, to maybe build a stadium out there. I, I know it's a growing community, and I know they've said they've had a hot spot uh, for membership growth down there. Uh, but I think that's just based on they've said that uh, that area is a, a popular for. I think they said uh, football, soccer is the number one sport. Uh, in that part of the region, which makes sense while the membership is high. I mean, memberships for all Melbourne clubs are probably high in that area as well. Um, yeah, I just I just hope that um, they don't move the stadium out there and we still continue because you'd be alienating your fans. Like, I'm a fan from the, yeah. <laughs> the West. Uh, and they've, they've tried to go through north of Melbourne and it just doesn't make sense in any branding sort of capacity for Melbourne City to then just move out there and start playing out there. I, West Union United is a totally different case um, because they are 
building up from the ground out there and they're catering for a big mass that Melbourne City and Melbourne Victory aren't currently uh, catering for, which is which is okay. Um, I just think it's it's interesting discussion though because uh, I think it's it's probably different interstate. It's definitely different around the world how you have the home stadiums and away fixtures, even if you're just down the road. But it just seems to be a thing in Melbourne where we have these communal stadiums. Like in the footy, you go to the MCG or Marvel and you have teams that share the home ground and there's there's not really... Like Melbourne Victory and Melbourne City have been sharing Amy Park. So I just think... Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think it's, it's different here uh, in the sense. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I like going that we can travel to Western United as a rivalry and catch the train down there for an away fixture. But I just think in Melbourne's landscape, we're so used to just sharing, like, Amy Park. That's the home for both teams. Um, and I think they'd be crazy if they, they stopped playing there. What are your thoughts? I know yeah, I just rambled I mean, on a you bit. You pretty much yeah, said everything I probably would say, but... Yeah, I guess to add to it, I mean, Melbourne's, like, Amy Park's pretty much, you know, the centre point of, you know, all the fans coming together. Mm. And now they're trying to move it out to another area. And then, you know, guys like you in the West, it's harder for you guys to sort of come across. So you're not catering to everyone by doing that. So that's... And I I think a stadium that far out is just, you're not going to get the numbers. You've got to have a central. You've got to have it in in the city. That's what everyone does. They come in. It's the central point for Melbourne. Public transport's pretty yeah. flexible for everyone now. Yeah. It's all of a sudden it's going to be a bit more challenging for especially the members, the high team members. I really don't want it to become Dandenong City. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. That's the last thing. The name change as well. Uh, I, I, I doubt it. It, it. They've done so well in the last five years. Um, chain, like I know it upset because you were you were originally a Heart fan back in the yeah. day. How did you originally feel about the change? Because you're coming from that change already. You don't want to go through another club rebrand again. I think that would just be disastrous. No, no. I mean, this one was just more, I guess, money, the the whole city group thing. But um, this one's just a whole new level. It's not about money. Well, it kind of is about money, but it's also about, you know, but separating I, the fans. In saying that, Casey Fields, I, I think pretty sure Melbourne, Melbourne Football Club is based out there, and they come in and yeah. play the MCG. Like... So I th- I think if it, if it's just one of those situations and it's just to, st- to treat sorry strategically just uh you know training facilities and upgrading and more space then by all means go crazy yeah that's it <laughs> <laughs> okay we better get to our tr- uh, next track and we'll come back uh, with some cricket and some basketball Jay awesome. exciting to be back in the studio in the final sports desk for t- 2020 a special two hour special. Right here on Sin. This is Broods with LAF. Broods, LAF on the sports desk uh, on your Friday morning for the final sports desk uh, of 2020. And it's time to get straight into some cricket. Come on, Aussie, come on. Yeah, well, uh, we've got the test running at the moment between Australia and India in Adelaide. Uh, it kicked off last night. Uh, a day-night test, uh, the pink ball t- cricket is back, which we'd love to see. So uh, India went out and won the toss and elected to bat first. Uh, they started poorly, to be honest. The two balls in, Stark's just gone and bowled uh, Shaw out uh, for a duck. And then uh, they brought in Pujara, who is known f- to be a very defensive batter. So um, 
he was very slow to uh, get going. I mean, that's just how he plays. Uh, credit to him, the way he plays, that's how he plays. Um, he ended up getting 43 off 160 balls um, before getting uh, caught by Labashan, bowled by line. And then Coley came in. This is when it started getting interesting. Coley was getting on a bit of a roll. He ended up getting to 74. And then uh, his teammate Rahani uh, called a yes run and then called him back uh, halfway through. Coley was halfway up the crease and he's called him to go back. And it was an easy run out for Australia. So Coley, the captain, 74. He's the second best, I think, test player or number one. I can't remember. In the world, and he's been run out by his own teammate, <laughs> and you don't want to do that when it's the captain of your team, yep. and you've pretty much grilled him. So, and they're they're on the ropes right now because after that they pretty much collapsed in their batting. Um, so Coley went when it was four for one hundred and eighty-eight, and now they sit at six for two hundred and six uh, at stumps after last night. They'll continue on today at three o'clock our time. So. Um, Australia in the driver's seat at this stage. Um, they could potentially get India out. Uh, well, they should get them out, you know, in the first session if they're if they're good enough, and then can start batting before the night session. Uh, so at the moment, they've got Saha in at nine off twenty five uh, for India, and Ashwin's on fifteen off seventeen. So they're how the uh, Indians are tracking at the moment. But uh, as for Australia's bowling, uh, Stark with two for 49. Uh, Hazelwood has one for 47. Cummings, one for 42. Cam Green on debut, 15 runs, no wicket, off nine overs. And Nathan Lyon at one for 68, off 21 overs. And even Labashan had a bowl um, for one over for one, three runs. So... Interesting stuff. Uh, I can't wait for it to keep going. It's it's nice having a night, a day night test. It really uh, adds a spectacle, even though it's not the same as it used to be. Uh, limited crowds and everything in Adelaide, but all the same, it's still good to have cricket back, Sam. Yeah, definitely. Now I was just I was just reading here. So you're saying India were kind of playing a, a tactic that. Backfired them. They were playing slow and it, it burned. Well, them. one of their players. I mean, I mean, some people might disagree, but I think Pajara. Um, he's one of their best batters, to be honest. But he does play. I mean, the commentators are even saying he plays a very defensive style, which can kind of, even though it's a test, it's a long, you know, five day haul. He probably just goes a bit too far and leaving a lot of balls that he could hit or just blocking shots that he probably could strike a bit harder just to get at least a single going rather than keeping himself on strike. I think it's better for the batting team to mix up who's on strike rather than just having one guy defending and the bowlers get used to what their style is and they can attack uh, in different ways on that batter. And he ended up going out after all that, so off... 160 balls, he made 43 runs. So whether it's worth it or not, I don't know. Okay, and then and then there was one more thing. There was a bit of controversy with a, a decision uh, by umpire Bruce Oxenford. He came under fire after a one-shot call during Virat Kohli and Ajanka Rane's partnership. Do you remember that bit of play? I didn't actually see that bit. Okay. Like, but, uh, we'll give, we'll <laughs> okay. give, we'll, I can probably look at it in the next break, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, the run-out itself was... Um, it was just bizarre the way they did that. As I was saying, it's just one of those things. The the striker called to go pretty persistent and he left uh, Coley hanging halfway up the crease and told him to go back. So 
that's been the turning point in that game and hopefully Australia can keep the momentum going. Okay, and so when's the second part of the test? Yeah, so today at 3 o'clock, three I think, o'clock. Yeah, okay. Melbourne time. So, um, And then that runs pretty much till 10 o'clock tonight. So a good little fix for you on your Friday night. Yeah, awesome. Uh, also, the Big Bash League is in its second round. Uh, how did you see the first round? Yeah, it's been interesting. I'm a, I'm a Stars person myself, so the Stars are off to a good start and um, I always find the results quickly, but... Um, the Stars, they played like two games in two days. I was pretty much going uh, all guns blazing. Um, but uh, overall, it's been interesting. Yeah, this week, uh, Sydney Thunder defeated Brisbane Heat uh, uh, by four wickets, seven balls left. Uh, the Adelaide Strikers defeated the Hobart Hurricanes on Tuesday yeah. uh, by five wickets with eight balls left. Uh, the Perth Scorchers and Melbourne Stars had no result. Yeah, they all got washed out in Tassie. Um, but, yeah, I think tomorrow's the next game. Yep, so Ho- Ho- sorry, the Hobart Hurricanes and the Renegades uh, start 11.10am uh, uh, tomorrow. Uh, the Sydney Sixers and Adelaide Strikers are also 11.10 on Sunday. Uh, continues through next week uh, with Sydney Thunder and Perth Scorchers on Tuesday. Wednesday, Brisbane Heat and Lade Strikers. So, yeah, washed out. It's been crazy rain up the, up the East Coast, so <laughs> not good for cricket. But yeah, I'm, uh, I'm keen to see how it goes. I mean, it's good. Obviously, we don't get any games in Melbourne at the moment. We're going to get the Boxing Day, which is a positive. I think tickets have gone on sale for that. Um, but, you know, it'd be nice to have the BBL back. And they're mainly, obviously, focusing in... Canberra and New South Wales, but with New South Wales, as you were saying earlier in the show, that there's a bit of a cluster going on there. It would be interesting to see what happens in the BBL if they have to move games again or just play under closed doors or something because um, at the moment New South Wales is not looking too good. Yep. Okay. Well, we'll come back. We'll find out about that decision and then up next we'll have some basketball stuff. Uh, you're saying the NBA uh, playing some preseason games. Uh, so plenty of stuff to get through on the special Friday, final Friday sports desk for 2020 special two-hour extravaganza <laughs> uh, with Sam and Jay on Sin. This is Tame and Parlour with Is It True? Is It True? Tame and Parlour on the sports desk on your Friday morning. And, Jay, we are just discussing uh, the cricket test uh, first day yesterday and there was a bit of a controversy with a decision. Have <laughs> you looked into it now? Yep, I've okay, looked into talk it. talk us through. Talk us so, through. So, um, Coley uh, got called for a short run, which, if people don't know, a short run is basically when you're going back for another run, um, you don't put your bat all the way over the line to, you know, signal that you're going for another run. Apparently the umpire on square legs said that he didn't cross the line, so that run did not count when he came back. Um, But the replay showed that he clearly did go over the line and should have been a run to India. So India was stiff of a run. Um, That's pretty much the the gist of it. But um, the umpire got it wrong, clearly. It was clear on the replay, but... One so run's not going to make too do, much. Do difference. they have much? Because uh, I know they have the the lights on on the the wickets and stuff to do that. Do they have much kind of VAR interaction? Oh, yeah, they've got a good one. I think the the review system they have. Um, okay. But you can't really review those ones. It's more just LBWs and all those sort of stuff. Right. But okay. Those ones. It's just one of those ones you just 
can't really do much. It's the umpire's call and the umpire got it wrong. So one run less for India. If they lose by a run, then you know where to blame yep. <laughs> is coming from. <laughs> but, yeah, that was that was the decision that we were talking about. Um, but, yeah, there was uh, NBA you wanted me to, to quickly stuck into. Yep. Let, we'll play the little bit here. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so there was four games in the preseason for the NBA, which the regular season kicks off next week. So I'm pretty excited to get into that one uh, when we start the new year. But uh, the Knicks uh, got over the Cavs by seven points last night. Um, so um, RJ Barrett got 16 points, six rebounds, two assists for the Knicks. Uh, Mitchell Robertson as well, 13 points, 10 boards. Uh, Julius Randle, 18 points, five rebounds, three assists and a steal. Uh, as for the Cavs, their best players were Isaac Coro, 10 points and two assists. Don Maker, 5.6 rebounds. And Andre Drummond, 18 points, 14 rebounds, five assists. Um, and then the Chicago Bulls defeated the OKC, 124 to 103. Uh, standouts for the Bulls, they had Markinen, 11 points, 9 rebounds, 2 assists. Kobe White, 27 points, 5 rebounds, 3 assists. Uh, and Zach Levine, 24 points, 3 rebounds, 5 assists. And then for OKC, not too many standouts. Al Horford, former Sixer, 15 points, 7 rebounds. Uh, and Gilgis Alexander, 12 points, 3 rebounds, 3 assists. Uh, then the Denver Nuggets and the Portland Trailblazers. Uh, the uh, Nuggets won that 126-95. to 95. Standouts were uh, for the Portland Trailblazers. CJ McCollum, 13 points, 2 rebounds, 3 assists. Damian Lillard, 14 points, 3 rebounds, 4 assists. And Covington, uh, 15 points, 3 rebounds. And then for the Nuggets... Paul Millsap, pretty good. 18 points, 5 rebounds, 2 assists. Nikola Jokic, almost a triple-double. 12 points, 11 rebounds, 8 assists. Uh, and Jamal Murray, 16 points, 5 rebounds, 5 assists. Uh, then the last game of the day was the Lakers, the champs, against uh, the Phoenix Suns. They won that by 5 points, the Lakers. Uh, standouts for them were Kyle Kuzma, 23 points, 3 rebounds, 2 assists. Uh, Dennis Schroeder, uh, actually not Dennis Schroeder, LeBron James, 11 points, two uh, points and t- uh, sorry, two rebounds, two assists, uh, and Horton Tucker, 18 points, five rebounds, two assists. So those are the games that wrapped up yesterday. Um, they pretty much run towards till the season starts, um, but yeah, it's it's good to see these. Obviously, it's like the AFL, you know, you do these preseason games to get a look at some of the younger players. Obviously, the stars play, but they play limited minutes, so yep. you don't get to see too many as, you know, reading some of those stats. It's not the usual stats for some of those big game players like LeBron. It's just limited minutes. I think, you know, he played 15 minutes in that game. So I think they're going to be um, – it'll be interesting to see how they do it. They had the bubble, obviously, last season, and then um, this season they're going to have – Games back in regular stadiums, but still don't know about crowds. So, no. um, what what did you make of some of the the new draftees? Did you see much? Yeah, well, um, obviously Lamella Ball is the big one. Uh, obviously, he played a bit here in Australia for Illawarra Hawks. Yep. Um, so he'll be an interesting one, um, and see how he goes. 
uh, I think of the Hornets. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I didn't catch too many of uh, the draftees, but it's going to be interesting to see. Obviously, draftees, there's always one or two that really stand out mm. at the start of the season. Um, I mean, we all just look at Zion Williamson last season. He obviously got injured, but he had a lot of potential. It'll be good to see him out there again. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of uh, different draftees that could stand out and, you know, still potential moves that could happen before the season actually kicks off in the trades. So um, no finalised teams as yet. Um, but, yeah, we'll be able to discuss it more when the season actually kicks off in next week. Okay, awesome. Uh, we've got a message just come through from Caleb, the producer. He said uh, <laughs> he's putting quotation marks. One run is not going to make much of a dis- difference. Famous last words no. uh, <laughs> from Jay when Oz win it, Australia win it by one run. Oh, no. <laughs> they can come back to buy us all. <laughs> yeah, well, well, we'll definitely later in the show we'll be playing some of our early uh, predictions from <laughs> some of our a few surprises in there. Uh, so remember, you can interact with us uh, on Twitter at Sin Sports Desk. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, more coming up uh, after this next track: uh, Champions League, Premier League, all of that stuff, and more to come on the final Sports Desk of 2020 on Sin. This is Dubs with Black and White Town on your Friday morning on Sin. Doves, black and white sound on the sports desk. It's time for some Champions League. Now, we had the final of the um, uh, group stage uh, end last week. What was your overall thoughts of the group stage? It was a bit condensed uh, than we're not normally used to seeing the condensed kind of format of the Champions League. So we're up to the round of 16 already. But what what was your thoughts of the, the group stage? Oh, it was pretty entertaining, I thought. And even though, as you said, it was a bit condensed, we got some good games out of it. Um, some interesting, obviously, final standings um, on all the groups. So yeah, yeah. Who who was your your standouts that you that you've seen play? Um, I'm just looking through it now. I mean, I guess I mean Liverpool had it pretty good. I think. I mean, they've managed to take top spot in their Group D. Um, Chelsea, they had it pretty good, I think, as well. They finished top of their group. Um, Dortmund, I've always liked Dortmund, so it was good to see them win the top of their group. And then Group G, I mean, Juve and Barca, that was probably always going to happen. Um, yep. And then Man United dropped off a bit and they didn't make the top two in their group. They were looking the goods early on in the Champions League and they've blundered to third spot and missed out on the round of 16, so that was a bit of a, a shock, I guess, for Man U fans. They were probably where their form was at its best was in the Champions League. Mm. So, and Which it, is, is totally bizarre. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, what have they got now? They've got you know, the Premier League, they're having a little bit of a hiccup, um, and then they've bowled the Champions League. So hopefully they can redeem themselves in the Premier League. And, uh, yeah, so... Overall, though, as I said, it was a uh, it was entertaining. Even though it was condensed, there was still some good games and some interesting final standings. Well, the draw was on Monday and was, had some interesting results. Uh, we'll go through the round of sixteen. Oh, I reckon it's a good draw. Yeah. Uh, so basically, we had the seeded teams 
uh, that finished top Bayern, Real Madrid, Manchester City, Liverpool, Chelsea, Borussia Dortmund, Juventus and PSG. The unseeded teams are Atletico, Borussia, Mönchengladbach, Porto, Atalanta, Sevilla, Lazio, Barcelona and RB Leipzig. So, the results of the the draw and the fixtures. Uh, so basically, I'll go through them and one by one, we'll give you your initial thoughts on the matchup and we'll, we'll see. And I think... These, yeah, these round of 16, they've played over two legs, so aggregate comes into play, which is very interesting. So we'll start with the first one, 16th of February and 10th of March. Uh, so it's still a while away, which is good. Um, give them a bit of a break. RB Leipzig face Liverpool. I think that'll be interesting. I like the way Leipzig play. So um, Yeah, standout for me from then was uh, Angelino, yeah. who I think, I'm not sure, is, is he still on loan from Manchester City or has he moved there permanently now? I couldn't tell you. Because um, he, he, he was playing left back, for, but he's just mm. been scoring crazy goals. Yeah. Uh, there was one game where he got a hat-trick or something. Uh, yeah. Insane. Um, and so, yeah, you said Liverpool were doing well. Interesting. What are, you, what are your thoughts on that fixture? I mean, I, I, I think that... I want to say Liverpool, but I'm liking the way Leipzig are playing, so I'd probably tip them. Um, obviously, it's over two games, but I, I'd tip them to win it against uh, Liverpool just to, to be a bit different. I don't know what you think of that, Sam, but I think... Uh, yeah, it's interesting be... when it's over two legs and a month in between. Um, you know, a lot can happen between yeah. injuries and recoveries and stuff. So I, th- I think... Uh, that that's where it really comes into play over the two legs. Uh, who will be the greater team over them? I am not sure. Uh, Leipzig have been really good. Uh, and they seem quick and attacking. And yes, Liverpool have done really well. Um, but it just I think it depends on their manpower if they can get some of the the likes of. Um, is he back yet? I'm trying to think. A defender. Van Dijk. Yes. Uh, I'm not too I wonder sure. How, if he's not back yet, I wonder Probably how far not, he's yeah. away. Um, so yeah, interesting fixture. I, I think um, that, that's a really tough one. I, yeah. I, that can go either way. That one. Uh, the next one, which is on the same day, sixteenth of February and tenth of March, Barcelona faces PSG. That's another good one. Aren't you? Yeah, I think uh, Barcelona having a disastrous Champions League this year. Yeah, well, to their standards, they're mm. not quite up to par. But um, I think PSG will probably get them just. I mean, obviously, as you said, it's very early to call. It's spaced out, but like a month between games. But yeah. um, if you're just going off the form of the group stage, you'd say PSG um, mm. in that one. But again, we don't know. Yeah, uh, we've spoken before. Uh, um, Messi doesn't doesn't seem himself. No, He's unhappy at the club, and uh, yeah, I, I, you never know. They could uh, come back. It's still a while away. A yeah. couple of months. They could. Uh, Turn around, but yeah, I think I'm with you there. PSG, a uh, little on top with that. Seventeenth uh, of February and 9th of March, Porto face Juventus. I think easy one there. Ju- Juventus are having a really good year. Yeah. Uh, there's always jokes about them not winning it and spending a lot of money and uh, not getting to the stage. Maybe this might be the year for them to crack because they're they're looking very sharp. Oh yeah, yeah. This should be a pretty stock standard game for them. Yeah. Uh, Sevilla and Borussia Dortmund. Yeah, I, I, as I said earlier, I like the way Dortmund play, so I'm pretty confident they can uh, get this one done. Again, obviously we keep saying it, but 
it's a long time away and the space in between the two legs will be a potential difference, but I think uh, Dortmund off form should win this one. Yep. Yeah, I think I think so too. 23rd of February and 17th of March. First one is Lazio versus Bayern Munich. Bayern Munich. Yeah. I think uh, bye-bye Lazio. Thanks for coming. Yeah, sorry, mate. Yeah, I think Bayern, too good. Will be too good. Uh, now, this is a big one. Atletico and Chelsea. Atletico Madrid and Chelsea. Very interesting one. Uh, I'm not I'm not sure on uh, Atletico's form. What, what are your thoughts on them? Yeah, they're up and down, I think, so... Um, so it's been Chelsea, but I think Chelsea are kind of kind of finding their style. Yeah, they're starting to gel. Yeah, uh, and with this being February and March, maybe they might be in super peak by then. But you never know. I think Atletico, Atletico will be up for the challenge, but uh, maybe Chelsea, because I think yeah, they they drawed uh, bus. Uh, sorry, Bayern Munich round of sixteen last year. I think from yeah. memory. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, interesting, interesting one there. 24th of Feb and 16th of March, Borussia Mönchengladbach versus Manchester City. Well, I mean... Very interesting <laughs> fixture. <Ooh. laughs> it's your, it's your uh, match, I reckon, there, Sam, what you, what you think about it. Uh, up for the challenge, I think, I think that I'm, I'm, I'm happy with that draw. Um, Mönchengladbach are a very good side, um, but I think, I think by then... West, we've had injury problems all season uh, and players coming and other players going. It's just been a bit of a mess this season uh, in the Premier League. Um, but apart from the draw that we had in the last uh, game of the group stage, we've done all right with the Champions League. Uh, I think we'll be all right. I think City will be fine and we'll get through that. Yeah, I think you should be fine. Don't worry too much about it, I reckon. Yep. And the final two are Atalanta versus Real Madrid. Now, did these two play last season, uh, last Champions League? I think they did. Yeah, they might have. I think Atalanta, Atalanta. Oh no, sorry, I'm getting confused mm. with Liverpool. Atalanta, At Atalanta, oh, but Liverpool yeah. last time. Sorry, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got confused. Real Madrid, another team. It's funny that the the Barcelona and the Real Madrids they're not the same as they were. No, no. So it could be a, again another game that. Could be up for grabs for the other team. Yeah, I, I reckon a sneaky Atalanta, maybe. <laughs> well, I mean, we'll find out in a couple of months. We'll see how we go. <laughs> we'll, we'll find out in a couple of months. Premier League is up next. Uh, crazy shock results overnight in some of the midweek games. So we'll definitely go through them and the match day uh, ahead. Because uh, I forget that this time is a condensed time. They've got a, a couple of midweek fixtures and and so forth. So excited to get through that. Um, And plenty of more stuff on the final sports desk of 2020. This is nothing but thieves. Is everybody going crazy? This is Sin. Jungle, busy earning on the sports desk. Uh, Also, we had in there nothing but thieves with is everybody going crazy? It's time to discuss some Premier League. And some crazy matches overnight, Jay. Yeah, I mean, we talk about uh, uh, Liverpool and Tottenham. That one's probably a point of interest. Uh, Jose Mourinho's comments after the game were pretty interesting. I don't know if you saw those as well, where well, the result was Liverpool 1-2-1, but 
he said that Tottenham were the better team on the day, but then you look at the stats. Yeah. And it's possession and shots and everything like that. Uh, it's it's funny how they that. say that they were the better team on the day. It's 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 a real cop out because they <laughs> weren't the better team on the day because they lost. Well, the better team got two more goals <laughs> in the net. <laughs> well, yeah, well, he'll take a win out of even a loss. He lost the pass as well. I mean, Mourinho yes. tried to go for that one-one, but he just couldn't. So, um, yeah, just vintage Jose Mourinho comment, but. <laughs> it, was, it was an interesting game, but uh, the comments after the game are probably more interesting. Um, but then there's also... Yeah, well, well big two games um, just this morning. Uh, Manchester United, 3-2. Big yeah. comeback over Sheffield United. Um, I was reading the Sheffield coach. Impressive with how they played. Uh, um, interesting. They've had a... Compared to last season, they were really up there, Sheffield. Um, they've come down a bit. Uh, this year, but maybe they're starting to get back in some form. And uh, Man United with another tick, another victory, which we do not ever like to see. But a three-two comeback for them. Yeah, well, they needed that. They've um, sort of been up and down the Premier League this season, so to get that win is it's vital for them. It's put them up to sixth now. So, um, and they've still got a game in hand over a couple other teams. So. Uh, their potential chance to move up into the top four of the, of obviously the Champions League over for them. They can start focusing on the Premier League. And shocking game for Aston Villa this morning. A nil-nil draw with Burnley. Yeah. 27 shots. Oh, that's horrible. Wait, horrible. Seven shots on target. Seven. Six for Burnley with four on target. Um, but yeah, 27 shots and not nine, one through the net. Nine block, two hit the woodwork. No. Jeez. Yeah, no. One of those ugly games. <laughs> we like Aston Villa as well. I think um, we can both agree they're, and they're an exciting team to mm. watch uh, when they're on. So, But they weren't on this morning. <laughs> they weren't on. And there was a good chance against a team like Burnley. So, uh, Also in the results, Crystal Palace and West Ham drawed 1-1. Chris and Benteke with a red card and a goal. So he <laughs> got something. I'm good about uh, Sebastian Haller with the, the goal for West Ham. Um, also, Leeds, massive win over Newcastle, 5-2. I'm sure you'll be happy with that. Yep. Yeah. And yeah, that as well. bit struggling as well, but they'll move up a bit. Good on them. Yeah, B- Bamford, Dallas, Aliski, Harrison, Rodrigo. Everyone got on the, the yeah. score sheet for them. No, it's good to see. Um, Newcastle have a really interesting one this season. They've kind of done the opposite. They've 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 slid down as well. Uh, I thought they'd be one of the ones uh, kind of up there. They were hoping for like a takeover last year. They yeah. were a potential, but yeah, this is not the result they wanted. Fulham and Brighton drawed nil nil, uh, and they had um, Matt Ryan on the bench again. Yeah, pretty stiff. Uh. No idea why they're doing that. <laughs> they're in- insane. It's, uh, yeah, it's bizarre. I mean, they didn't concede, but they didn't score either. So. No. <laughs> but, yeah. Don't know. Don't, don't know. not like to see nil-nil games, but I, I wonder if this is a strategy for managers during this, you know, really intense period uh, over the Christmas that they're just going to play. Not an ugly, well, let's be honest, it's an ugly style of football, defensive. Yeah. No one likes Parking to see it. It's not, entertain- it's not entertaining, but no. it's it's trying to save secure points. But maybe that's that's a tactic for a few managers over this period. Everton two nil over Leicester City. They're doing real well, Everton this season. It's, oh yeah, uh, pretty open. We'll go through the table in a minute. Uh, Rich Allison and Mason Holgate with the two goals for Everton. 
Uh, also, in the results, oh, Arsenal and Southampton. <laughs> Talk us through that one, Jay. Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> it's it's not good, Sam. I'm, I'm, I know James hopefully will join us shortly, but um, he'd probably be the same as me. It's been a very disappointing, especially in the last month or so, how Arsenal are playing um, in the Premier League. Just sitting 15th, not really looking like the team that, you know, we've seen a lot of memes as well about Arsene Wenger and how people probably want him back now because yeah. <laughs> at least we can finish in the you know, top six or something and now we're right in the cusp of relegation area, which is... Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure we're going to get in our pre- reviewing our predictions, but one of them, I don't have the ones for the Premier League, but I have very an, uh, a Nordic memory of uh, Jay saying... That, not, no, sorry, not you, but James saying <laughs> that Arsenal would make top four this season. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's not looking good. There's plenty of time, but um, the way they're looking is not good. But yeah, it's uh, closer to the bottom four. Yeah, that's it. Maybe that's what he meant. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> just turn it upside down. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's just yeah, hard to say what to make of them. They're just not themselves. Abamyang's not been himself. I mean. Um, a lot of players haven't been themselves, so I don't know. They've just got to keep going on. They've got Everton coming up uh, on the weekend. So, yeah. uh, Talk us through the, the red card. Uh, well, it's not – it's it's probably there, I think. I don't know about probably you. Probably there? <laughs> I, think, I think – I mean, he had his, he had his yell already. Um, so I think I think you'd have to – I mean, I mean, I'm just in that mindset where I'm like, Arsenal's just giving me a headache at the moment. I don't <laughs> really know what to say about them, but I mean, it's just another thing that adds to what's been a pretty sour season, mm. I think. So, I mean, I don't have too much opinions on the road at the moment. I'm just sort of worried about the team as a whole and yep. how they're going. Yep. Uh, yeah, I'm sure um, coronavirus and everything would have tested the patience of a lot of teams this season, yep. uh, which is so, why it's so wildly open, I think, this season. Uh, also in the results, Wolves defeated Chelsea 2-1. Podence and Neto with a goal in the 90th minute. Um, shock loss for Chelsea. Giroud uh, with the the only goal for Chelsea. It's funny, he's come back into form. Um, uh, I made a joke the other day with my mate who's a Chelsea supporter that they brought him on and I thought, this guy's the slowest guy ever. He's not <laughs> going to score. I think he's got like 50 pace, 40 pace in yeah, FIFA. Yeah, he's shocking on FIFA. <laughs> <laughs> he's been uh, years. And he, he's scoring. He is scoring. I, I, I think he struggled to get games last season. Uh, but to give him a shot, I guess if they've got the depth, use it. And if all is well and they're performing well, keep him on. Keep yeah. him on. Um, also, Man City and West Brom drew 1-1. Yeah. Yeah, well... Not Woody. much I can say on that. Uh, <laughs> Ruben Diaz own goal. Yep. In the forty-third minute, makes me want to punch the screen. But um, <laughs> yeah, other than that, it was it was it was impossible not to deflect that in. It was just being there at the wrong time. Yeah. Um, so we'll go through the table now, and then we'll look at this round match week ahead. Liverpool sitting on top in first position. Uh, Tottenham second. Tottenham are doing all right this season. They're, I think they're going to go... It's funny, they're... I don't know. They were one of the ones in the back of my head this year that they might be the the market movers this year. 
Uh, Southampton in third position. <laughs> I would have never nope. predicted that. <laughs> uh, Ward Prowse. Is, um, I remember the game against uh, Aston Villa uh, a couple of months back during lockdown, and he's free kick master. He was doing pretty well. Uh, fourth is Leicester City. Everton in fifth position. Man United in sixth. Not good. I don't like seeing that. Chelsea seventh. West Ham eighth. Man City ninth. Well, at least we're in the top ten. Uh, Wolves in tenth. Aston Villa eleventh. Um, Leeds. Uh, sorry, Crystal Palace twelfth. Leeds United thirteenth. Fourteenth Newcastle. Fifteenth Arsenal. Way down. Way down the other end. <laughs> Just <laughs> looking up the ladder. Uh, Brighton in sixteenth. Burnley seventeenth. And the bottom three. Fulham, Fulham, West Brom, Sheffield United. Uh, very, very interesting. What's your thoughts on the table? Yeah, well, as you said, Southampton's probably one not many people would have predicted to be so high, sitting third. Um, they're looking good. I mean, they're just playing consistent. I mean, uh, I can't really see them dropping off too much if they've, they've been able to keep it consistent for this long, you know, the first half of the season. Hopefully they can keep it up for the second half because um, we love seeing new teams up there at the top um, performing. Uh, we've got, obviously, Everton. They've played well as well this season. They've dropped off a little bit, but they're still seeing fifth. And then, obviously, Tottenham's another one that you know, sort of were hoping that would make their way up at some point. They're starting to provide that for their fans. Um, obviously, a bit disappointing um, the other day against Liverpool. But um, overall, I think... It's a still very open table, which uh, is another thing. Um, now, before we get to the this week, uh, there's just a couple of Premier League news stories uh, I've just come across. Uh, interesting, this one. Uh, Premier League agrees to concussion substitutes. Uh, the Premier League said Thursday that it agreed to permit a permanent concussion substitutes from next month after football laws, football's lawmakers authorise extensive trials using them. Uh, however, in a meeting on Thursday, club bosses in England's top flight voted for a third time against increasing the number of allowed substitutes from three to five despite the International Football Association Board, IFAB, also extending that rule on Wednesday. Um, we'll be looking a maximum of two side per match. Okay, well, that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, li- we'd like to see it because they're horrible, um, those knockouts, those big injuries and... Uh, can really affect, I've noticed, when you have a big injury. It's not like footy where there's always bumps and clashes and you're expected that there's going to be big hits and that's just how it is. Whenever it happens in in this game, players are shocked. Everyone's just standing yeah. around. It's, it's horrifying sometimes. It's just silence. And I think players then become just a little bit less confident going for yeah, the ball. That's it. Uh, so it's good to get more uh, fresh players out. I think that's a good decision. Uh, also, Wayne Rooney's son, his 11-year-old son, uh, has signed. Let me just get it here. Keep up the hard work. Rooney's 11-year-old son signs for Man United. Son Kai has followed in his father's footsteps. It's crazy. It's it's crazy just because you're the son of of a club legend. That 11-year-old, he must have some potential. They must be seeing it as a youth already, and they go, "We're going to snap hold of this now." Before, because I think um, wasn't it last year Tim Cahill's son signed for Everton? Yeah, yeah. So it, it's funny that you you don't really see that with footy here <laughs> signing well, that at yeah. eleven. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's still a long time to go before he's ready. But uh, does uh, he get does he get any 
So is it like a contract, like a full? Well, I think it's just securing him. Well, I'm not sure. Uh, I've seen know. a picture of him with um with his dad, and it's just his contract. I think it's so he can be a part of the the training camp and play for the the youth team uh, and stuff like that. Uh, I'm sure he must get a pocket money. Yeah, I mean, I think he's got other kids as well, Rooney. So, really, I think. Oh yeah, here it says he's got two or three other kids, but they're all seven, four, and two. Wow. So if <laughs> I wonder if the other ones will follow suit and go into, uh, yeah, follow. It'll be interesting the to see the next generation. <laughs> Uh, okay, we'll get to this match day 14. Kicking off tomorrow night, 11.30, Crystal Palace take on Liverpool. Who are we going with there? Oh, I think Liverpool. Liverpool should. Clean that up. Uh, Palace yeah. have been up and down, but I thought Palace have been pretty good this season. Oh, yeah. Uh, Southampton, Man City, Sunday, 2am. Uh, I'm hoping Man City can get this done. A yeah. few players back. Disappointing loss. Uh, draw to uh, women I mentioned before. I forgot. Oh, yeah, West Brom. Hopefully we can bounce back Sunday, 2 a.m. Sunday, 4.30, Everton and Arsenal. Talk us through. Big game. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, if you're an Everton fan, it might be more of a bigger game. But for Arsenal fans, just trying to avoid relegation right now. Think, uh, <laughs> oh, please, I need to clip that. <laughs> no, I want that to be my text message sound. I mean, in some way, I mean, I, I wouldn't think everyone agree with me as an Arsenal fan. It'd almost be better to be relegated because... Whoa, whoa. <laughs> oh, my God. He's opened up the can here. Oh, it's the last show. I may as well just <laughs> go for it. It's just If you're breaking down, I wonder how the situation of James is well, I don't know if right James now. will agree with me, but I think... <laughs> I was saying it the other week with my mates. I was like, if, if Arsenal go down, they may as well go all the way down and start again. Because <laughs> the way they're playing is just, I mean, it is true, the, the Arsene Wenger memes, you're like, well, now that you think about it, it was better obviously being, you know, Europa and then, you know, being at the bottom with the others. Like, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know if it, I mean, I don't think we're going to beat Everton in the way we're playing, but, you know, they could surprise everyone and just start playing good. They always seem to come back in the second half of the year and, Surprise us a little bit, Arsenal, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's just frustrating to watch every every week the way they play. It's just dull, and players like Aubameyang, when we talk about him, he just uh, he's not himself at the moment, um, as is a lot of other players. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um, hopefully, they can surprise people, but I'm not. Maybe you should uh, put. Uh Get back Ganosaurus, put him in the number 10 role. Yeah, well, <laughs> at this rate, anyone could be, anyone could be better right now. But, yeah. Um, yeah, Everton, two wins on the trot, uh, defeating, as we said, uh, Leicester City uh, last round, and then Chelsea th- the week before, 1-0. Um, so I, th- I think uh, uh, Everton for me. Yep, fair enough. You backing your boys in? Uh I'll just sit on the fence and see. What... No, he's sitting on the fence with his own team. This is awful. Okay. <laughs> it's fair not to have too many expectations at this point. Newcastle and Fulham, Sunday, 7am. Uh, Newcastle on the downhill track uh, this season, but I think they've got to bounce back from uh, that bashing by Leeds. 
Uh, and Fulham draw with Brighton, so they're not getting goals in. So uh, I'm going to say Newcastle to bounce back. Yep, I agree. Newcastle. Brighton and Sheffield United. Really interesting one here. Um, Brighton just got to play Matt Ryan. What yeah. are they doing? <laughs> Even though they had a clean sheet, keep you know, Matt Ryan back in. Uh, although Sheffield United will be filled with confidence after that slight abrasing to Man United. Yeah. The coach was, yeah, as I said before, was saying it's the best they've seen him play. Um, I think uh, I'm going to say Sheffield, especially if Matt Ryan's not in. Uh, yeah, I reckon Sheffield might squeeze this one out. Tottenham and Leicester City play on Monday at 1.15am. Uh, Leicester going down to Everton and Tottenham uh, 2-1. They went down 2-1. Uh, but as, as we were saying before, apparently that was uh, Mourinho's best game. <laughs> um, interesting. I, I, I'm going to say I'm going to say Tottenham. I'm going to go Leicester it, on that. You one. know, if if they actually play a Tottenham attacking style, if the, if they're just going to do that defensive stuff. I don't, I don't. I don't think that win you games. That gets you points, but it doesn't win you games. I think it's just a Mourinho thing, yeah. parking the bus. But yeah, I think Leicester will win. This. Okay. Uh, Man United and Leeds United, massive game Monday, three thirty a.m. Uh, on paper you'd say United, and then but you know Leeds always just find sometimes surprise people. So I think I think Man U just. Um. Yeah, unfortunately, I'd love to see Leeds upset them. That that'd be oh, yeah. very crazy. Um. But yeah, I think you're right. Manchester United, West Brom, and Aston Villa. Surely Villa. Yeah, they need to get the the shooting boots back on. Yep. Um. But um. West Brom had a few surprise games this season. Drawing one yeah. one. <laughs> the baggies are uh, caught up with me. All those <laughs> jokes. <laughs> With the Chelsea uh, all those weeks ago, um, I, I think Villa has got to come back. After yeah. getting 27 and not in, whoa, training, training, goal training, shooting. For they sure. Need to do that. Uh, Burnley play Wolves on Tuesday at 4.30 a.m. I'll uh, go okay, Wolves. Yep, I think Wolves, confidence after winning over Chelsea. Yeah. Chelsea play West Ham Tuesday 7 a.m. Pretty stock stand, I would have thought, for Chelsea, but yeah, West Ham know. just give you that little... A little bit of a sniff, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, they've had a bad uh, few games with them. It seems to be a bit of a bogey team for Chelsea, I think. Yeah, I think Chelsea's still to just bounce into form again. Okay, and that is the Premier League match day round 14. Match day 14, sorry. Uh, when we come back, plenty more stuff to come. Uh, we're going to review our predictions for the 2020 season. Um, uh, we made some crazy AFL predictions early on. We'll be playing them back. Uh, a few of our sporting highlights from this year, uh, seeing some sports, and then we're going to finish off with a sports quiz back from last year. <laughs> I remember. Oh, that was terrible. Jay, you need a return serve. You need, you need to come back. He... Jay from yeah, Emory, <laughs> you got whopped big time. Uh, there's no doubt about it. Plenty more to come on the final edition of the Friday Sports Desk right here on Sin. This is Oasis with Some Might Say. 
Oasis, some might say, on the sports desk on your Friday morning. And joining us now, James, been a big part of the show throughout 2020. Good morning, James. How are you, boys? Good, good to have you on the phone. Unfortunately. Yeah, it's helpful that my uh, internet's like a boiled potato, but that's okay. Well, that's all right. right. <laughs> you might have to speak up a tiny bit because <laughs> the phone, for some reason, is, is very quiet, but we'll, that's but right. we'll manage. Can you hear me now? Yep. Are we all good now? Can yep, you hear yep. Me? Yep, perfect. Beautiful. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we're going to get through first something. Well, we'll do the same for the quiz. We've been, uh, I've been teasing Jay because uh, he had a terrible quiz from memory from the last show of last year. Yep. Yep. Uh, <laughs> uh, but we, we thought we'd go through our, our predictions first up. Uh, do you remember, don't announce them, but do you remember some of your early predictions for the AFL season this year? Oh, I said Essendon were going to be up there. I know that. <laughs> okay, well, we've got the evidence tapes. Now, I think you were away oh, for some God. reason, the, the show where we did a full prediction. So I've got full predictions from Jay and yeah. only just a bit from you. But we'll, we'll, start, off with, yep. we'll start off with Jay first. Uh, and this is his, his first prediction on the grand final. Take a listen. <laughs> what, did, what did you think of their game? Flagged on. Oh, oh no. <laughs> yep. Get out. Yep. Oh, no. We're winning it this year. The lid's off. Started, the lid's off. Started. The lid's off. I mean, the it's happening. Off. Okay, so I played you on my accident, but there, there no. we go. Oh, no. What are your thoughts on that? Uh-oh, silence on the other end. Explain yourself, James. Oh, no. Have we lost him? Have we actually lost him, or is he just being silent? Don't do this, James. <laughs> All right, well... <laughs> well, I mean, listening to that, <laughs> it's a bit more bold than what he said originally. <laughs> Flag dons. Wow. Okay, that, that's fresh from the archives, that one. Uh, we'll go to Jay's prediction. I'm hoping he's still there. I can hear something. Richmond, for me. Richmond, I'm hoping it's someone new, to be back honest. To back. <laughs> I'm oh, hungry. No, 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 you've had enough. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, okay, so you're, um, so you're going with Richmond. So, Richmond. Well, I was right. <laughs> correct. Holy crap. How did you do that? Uh, just you're just lucky. Back you're to back. Lucky. I said it and it happened. I mean, it wasn't the same, but it was still a premiership nonetheless. But, um, yeah, that's good. You get a ding for that. Um, <laughs> After that quiz last year, it's probably good to get a, something right. Yeah, okay. Well, <laughs> well, we've got a little bit of more predictions here. This is your team to break into the top eight. And your team to break into the eight. Uh, I'd have to say St Kilda. I St. feel Kilda. like St Kilda will okay. come up this year. Bang, you've done it again. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Predictions. I'm doing all right. <laughs> you should have gone to the bookies. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Dude, couldn't make it. Um, James, are you there? I'm here. I'm, oh. go, I'm there. Okay. What, was this a... <laughs> I was starting to think for a second. Flag oh, no. The phone is actually broken. No. No, yeah, just... no, no. Flag dons. No, I'm a... Uh... Honestly, I got, I got a bit confused. <laughs> To, like, because I was like, wait, is he still ever? Is still is he still the recording? Is he still not? I didn't oh. know. But yeah, flagged on. I was a bit like, mm, yeah, shouldn't have said that. Because <laughs> uh, we were we were very disgusting. Um, but look, who was it? Me that said St Kilda or Jay that said St Kilda? No, that that was Jay. 
Oh, okay, yeah. I know, we don't have right. yours because I think a... you were away the day that we did the... <laughs> That's I think right. I was, yeah, you're right. Uh, and then this was my prediction. Let's see if I got mine right. <laughs> okay, my prediction now... Oh, it was going to be obvious this was going to come out of my na- mouth for the Brownlow, but no. Buddy Cripps. Yeah. I've got to go for him this year. <laughs> I've got to go for him this year. Uh, he is a machine. <laughs> yeah, so I was pretty yeah. off with that one. <laughs> he actually not, it wasn't too bad of a year, but a bit bit not expectations. Um, You're just trying to sugarcoat this, Sam. <laughs> come on, mate. <laughs> You stuffed up. So. Yeah, I, I stuffed yeah, up. Yeah, come on, that was, that was a big boo-boo from you, Sam. Maybe next year. Hey, 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 you can't throw me under. Yours is worse than mine. <laughs> Flagged on. Uh, I think from memory, one of my... Oh, no, I wasn't brave enough to say I can't in the top eight, so I don't think that one counts. <laughs> Okay. Um, yeah, also, I, I don't know how I had the ball to say bloody flagged on. God. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if you're listening in the the couple of segments before, but but we remembered that you said uh, top four for Arsenal. Silence again. You please don't. Sorry. Wow. <laughs> it's a bit of a double wow. whammy. <laughs> okay. So so I yeah yeah exactly. So I said I knew this was going to happen because I was literally going to bed last night and I'm like. Tell you what, the boys are going to pull up, but I said uh, uh, Arsenal are going to get top four, <laughs> and now we're bloody fighting to stay up. <laughs> yeah, well, we were saying before we should just flip the table over, and then 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 you'll be in the in the close proximity to top four. No, we'd still be like six. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Well, we'll grab from you. Um, get a song out, and uh, we'll come back with a quiz, but. Just a couple of minutes uh, on maybe your top three sporting moments for this year, off the bat. Oh, God. Uh, I think the Matildas getting their World Cup, Australia get winning the World Cup for 2023, that's yep. got to be up there. Uh, oh, Bayern Munich maybe winning the Champions League. God, is that a highlight for you? <laughs> I mean, I was very impressed. I do love Bayern Munich, and it was okay. really good to see them finally win something and Lewandowski to get a trophy. Um, oh, what's the last one? I don't know. Maybe, oh, uh, I don't know. Like, I, I honestly cannot think of anything. Well, I'll think of you for uh, one for you. Uh, I think, uh, man, uh, sorry, Melbourne City making a grand final. I thought that was very impressive. Yeah, but we lost. <laughs> hey, it's still an achievement to make the big dance. My first ever team in a big uh, dance. So. It still hurts thinking about it. Hey, this year, it's coming. It's coming. We'll be, be, we'll be up there fighting it for it this out? year. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm not, I'm not sure. It's too early. Uh, okay. No, um, we, won't, we won't save anything to the archives just yet. Yeah, no. <laughs> okay, Jay, your top three... Sporting moments for 2020. Well, I'll say Richmond off the bat to winning the grand final just because, I mean, that's a personal one for me. Um, Also, I guess another one was another personal one, Denver Nuggets in the NBA, my team. They came back 3-1 twice in the the finals or in the playoffs um, against Utah and then against the Clippers and made the... Conference finals and they lost against the Lakers, but they managed to get that those two three one comebacks, which were incredible to watch. Um, 
And I think the last one for me, I'll probably agree with James, actually, the Matilda's, well, the Women's World Cup's coming to Australia, uh, the World Cup. So uh, that would probably be my third one. Okay, yeah, mine, Melbourne City making the grand final. I think making the grand final is a massive achievement in itself. Um, and then just, just going all the way through in the crazy COVID times. Uh, it was a shame we couldn't be there, but uh, definitely I'm hoping we can be up there this year uh, for my other ones. Oh, I'm trying to think now. I, I should have really breathed off what these were. Um, yeah, getting the World Cup's a big one. I can't not leave that out. Um, and I'd probably say... Oh, it's, it's, it's probably a bit cheap-o, but, uh, I, you know... I think Carlton really had a good season this year. A lot of people going, oh, it's average. They didn't make finals. We a crap towards the end. But I think overall, in the last three or four seasons, I think this is a step forward. Uh, hoping to make a big step next, um, next season. So, uh, yeah, I, th- I think Carlton's progression uh, this year was pretty good and enjoyable to watch, even though we couldn't go at any, any game. So they're my top three. Okay, well, we'll play a song right now and we'll come back with the 2020 quiz. Um, Warm up your brain, James, um, uh, because it's going to be a whopper. Let's see if Jay can get his revenge from last (laughs) last year. Uh, Final thoughts, tweet us through at Sin Sports Desk uh, and on Instagram um, as we wrap up the final show of 2020. Here's Lime Cordiel with Robbery. This is Sin. Lime Cordial robbery on the sports desk on Sin uh, for the final sports desk of 2020. And joining us on the line, of course, is James. I've been on the show throughout the year and Jay in the studio. And it's time for the massive... Are you still there, Jay? James? Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, awesome. (laughs) Okay, just making sure. Okay, ready for the quiz. Uh, Big rivalry last year. But it was James on top last. But let's see if... Uh, of course it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course it was. <laughs> let's see if um, Jay can turn it around. And uh, as we go through... Now, the first couple of questions, the first ten questions are from recent times. There'll be multiple choice. Uh, and the second lot, ten questions, will be just overall sports, general knowledge, I think. Uh, and they'll just be based off your head. Um, so... Make sure you keep score. <laughs> um, all right, test your buzzers because it's going to be interesting. You're on the phone, so it's <laughs> um, just just say your name really loud. So test them. I test the buzzers. Got an advantage here. Jay. Jay's, Jay's uh, Jay. It's three letters. I'm Jay. Just go quicker, right. mate. Okay. Uh, but you know what? No, it's okay. The thing I won last year, I'll give him that little oh, advantage. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Can you put your phone just a little bit closer to your mouth? It's right next to my mouth. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's literally in my mouth. All right. Okay. Oh, All right. Too much information. All right. Let's start. <laughs> we'll start off with the first question. Uh, there has been 16 foul throws in the Premier League this season. Which player has been responsible for five of them? All right. And here are your options. James. A. You're going to go James. before the answer. Multiple James. choice. James. <laughs> You want to go? All right, you're taking the risk. Yeah. Go. The useless fullback from Arsenal, Hector Bellerin. 
James has got the first point. What? <laughs> Let's go. What? Uh No other player has been responsible for more more than one foul throw. Well, I mean that's. So just... there you go. All right, credit to James. He's, he took the risk, and he's got the first point. Next question. Neil Robertson bet Judd Trump in the final of the Snookers UK Championship on Monday. Oh, what? <laughs> oh, what <is> question? <laughs> Snooker? Yeah, come on. This is the sports desk. All sports. What was right, unusual okay. about the final? A, the player had to move to a new table midway through the match as the balls kept bouncing on the cloth. B, Robertson whitewashed Trump beating him 10-0, meaning the final did not even reach the evening session. C, the final did not end till 12.55am. Or D, both players hit 147 breaks. Uh, Jay. Jay. Okay. Was it me or him? You, but we'll, we'll get a both answer just to see. I'm going to go with okay. the, the late one. The late the, one. The 2 well 55 or whatever it was. That's when it finished or something? I'm going to go with... I'm going with A. A, okay. The correct answer is C. The final did not end till 12.55am. Robertson won the Oy. match 10-9. The final went to a deciding frame, which lasted over an hour. Now, why did you say... Yay, Jay, uh, James, because you said b- the breaks won. 147 breaks. You said D. Pardon? No, you said A. No, I said A. Oh, well, A is incorrect. I go right, right? Yes. Yes. So... (laughs) One point to Jay. It's 1-1. Third question. Okay. Which sport will feature at the Olympics for the first time in the 2024 in Paris? A. You really want to do this again? (laughs) Yeah. Okay, go. Breakdancing. He is correct. What? Let's go. Breakdancing is incorrect. <laughs> it was in the news last week, sir. Wow. Uh, the other answers oh, were ten pin that. bowling, squash, salsa dancing, but yes, breakdancing. Ten pin bowling. Yeah. Oh, I'm around that. <laughs> Skateboarding, sport climbing and surfing will make their debuts at the games in Tokyo next year. Uh, but breakdancing will come in 2024. Question four. Which of these sports featured when Paris first hosted the Olympics back in 1900? A. Crochet, B. Polo, C. Tug of War, or D. Cricket? Or E. All of the above? J. J. All of the above. Oh, that's just a go-to for me. You going with an answer, James? Uh, I would go A. Croquet. Okay. Points to Jay, all of the above. Yeah, love multiple choice all of the Two, above. one. <laughs> it's always my go-to. <laughs> Sheffield United, question five. Sheffield United are still waiting for their first win of the season after 11 league games. It's a bad run, but it's not the worst in the Premier League era. Which club once started a Premier League season without winning any of the first 16 games? A. Oh, my God, he's going again. Yes, go. Oh, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. No. Oh, no. You're taking the risk now. You've got an answer now. 
I need uh, an answer. Uh, um, oh, who was it? Oh. Should have waited for the list, mate. You know, time. Sunderland. Pardon? Sunderland. No answer for Sunderland, but the floor is open to Jay. We'll go through them. A. Derby County. B. Swindon Town. C. Sunderland. Or D. QPR. Well, obviously can't be Sunderland. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that, James. <laughs> uh, oh, this is just going to be a wild guess. QPR. Points to Jay. Yes. There's no way. He got that. <laughs> it's he a wild guess. Is it three one or four one? No, he's. No, we've been pretty much two. hit for tat. Wait, you didn't get a second. Oh it's no. Three, what? You got I the. Got break game thing, right? yeah, oh got yeah, the sorry. Olympics so two, one. two, three, or two, four. We're up to question three, five. Two, I think. Three, two. <laughs> three, two. <laughs> I apologise. I need to be writing this down. Okay. Uh, question six. Anthony Joshua returns to the ring on Saturday night. This is a few weeks ago. Uh, after more than a year out, what happened to in his last fight? A, he won by knockout. B, he lost by knockout. C, he won on points. Or D, he lost on points. James. Yep. Uh, D. Uh, incorrect. Floor uh, <laughs> is open for you, Jay. Uh, B. B. Incorrect. Uh, wait, wait, didn't just. Wait, did that? He say B or I... he said D? <laughs> well, you're both wrong I anyway. Said D. <laughs> he said D. I said B. <laughs> We're gonna have to do that thing where you do on uh, like hold calls. D for donkey. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, okay, no points for that one. Right. Question no, seven. What, what was the answer? Oh, sorry. The answer he was he won on points. Joshua bet Andy Ruiz Jr. on points oh, last okay. December. Oof. Okay. Question seven. Josh, uh, I don't know when this was, but it says, On Saturday night, Joshua will be facing Kubrat Pulev, a 39-year-old from Bulgaria who has only lost one, lost one of his 29 professional fights who bet him in that fight? A. Uh, w- Vladimir Kitschko. B. Deontay Wilder. C. Tyson, Fru- Tyson Fury. Or D. Lennox Lewis. James. James. B. Wilder. Need an answer from you, Jay? Oh, I have to answer too. Yep. Uh, A. The Russian one. Whatever okay. Points go to Jay. <laughs> well, oh, Vladimir yeah. Kitsch- like Klitschko. No, you're not getting robbed. This is the, the table's turning. It's about the names. That's one going by. 4-2. The scoreline? Wow. Question eight. Yep. The group stage of the Champions League reached its con- conclusion uh, this week. Which team beat the other three teams in their group and were beaten by the other three teams in their group? A. Manchester United B. Real Madrid C. Barcelona or D. PSG J. J. I'm guessing Man United just because they bowled it. Correct. Ah. Points go to J. Oh, 
Oh my god, three, I'm three. absolutely hammered. Yes. 5-2. Sweet. Okay, next question. Question 9. Pedro Rossi died this week at the age of 64. Rossi pulled off a remarkable treble at the World Cup in 1982 when he won the tournament. The Golden Boot as top scorer and the Golden Ball Award for the player of the tournament. Which two other players have done the same at a World Cup? A, Diego Maradona and Pele. B, Mario Kempes and Garincina. C, Ronaldo and Thomas Muller. D, Zinedine Zidane and Uesi Bio. That's your options. James. James. Uh, I'm going to go with B. B is correct. Finally on the score sheet, Mario Kempes oh, and Garincina. 5-3. Yeah, Maradona didn't score a lot. That was my, that was my next answer, but no. Got to think about that one. Question 10, last of the multiple choice. James Dasselou ran 100 metres in 9.91 seconds a few years ago, making him the second fastest Briton of all time after Linford. Christy Diasolo will be competing at the World Cup event in Austria. Uh, in which sport? A. Surfing. B. Weightlifting. C. Skateboarding. Or D. Bobsleigh. James. James. A. Incorrect. Floor is open for the final multiple choice. If you want to guess, Joe. What were the options again? A. Surfing. B. Weightlifting. C. Skateboarding. Or D. Bobsleigh. Bobsleigh. <laughs> He's pulled it out of the bag. Yes. The bobsleigh. The Jamaican bobsled. Jamaican I thought no bobsled. one would go for that. Because oh, that. I cannot believe it. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. 6-3 is the, is the score uh, as we enter the final. Now, these are not multiple choice. Uh, question mm-hmm. 11. Who has competed in more tennis Grand Slam finales? Uh, Roger Federer or Rafael Nadal? James. James. Rafa. Incorrect. Roger Federer, 31 to 28. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting. Okay. Question 12. Name the player in either the AFL or NRL who has played the most games without winning a grand final. Oh... I'll give you double points if you can get both. Mm. Or James? James. Nick Rewalt and Paul Gallen? Uh, incorrect. <laughs> oh. I had something, but then I've, I've lost it. Okay, we'll move on. The answer yeah. was Robert Harvey in the AFL. And Nathan Hindmarsh in the NRL. There was a St. Kilda player. Question 13. Uh, of course <laughs> Who is the only Australian test cricketer with a surname ending with B? Oh, J. J. Tom Bradman. The answer was ending with B. Oh, and With a V? B. B for banana. B or B? B. Ending with B, ending banana. With B. Well, you've used your um, guess oh, there. damn it. One second. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. 
You're not Googling, He's Googling. You can't. Yeah, come on. That's sus. I'm not. I'm not. That's sus. I'm trying to think. <laughs> that's sus. If you get this right, that's sus. Five second timer. Come on. Five, four. Yeah, no, I don't know. Okay. Peter Handscomb. Oh, Handscomb. Damn. Oh. It's a I love how you said <laughs> Dom Bradman, the one that starts with B, not ends with B. Yeah, that's funny. I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Question 14. When did the Wallabies last win a test at Eden Park? Oh. As in what year? James. Uh, sorry. Uh, sorry. Uh, the options were in Auckland 1986, 1994 or 2011. 2011. 2011 is correct. Hmm. Look up. 6-4. Question 15. We may have to be the last question or close to. We'll do two more. Running for time. Which country finished second on the medal tally at the Rio Olympics? Their first top two finishers in 108 years. James. James. China. <laughs> Incorrect. Oh, no. Um, Floor is open, Jay. Just trying to think. Russia? Incorrect. The answer was Great Britain. Oh. Which current player is leading goal scorer in the Matildas history? James. James. Uh, Sam Kerr. Sam Kerr is incorrect. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh. 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 The name's not coming to me. Oh, no. All right, last question. We'll make it for 10 points. Was it? Was that Was that Lisa Devana? Lisa Devana was correct, unfortunately. Oh, God. Oh, he got it wrong the first time. All right, final question quickly as we wrap up the show. Uh, for worth 10 points so you can win the game, clear it out. Who was the first VFL slash AFL player to win two Norm Smith medals? Uh, Jay. Jay. Oh, wait. Um, Pressure's on now. Hodge? No. Hodge is incorrect. <laughs> James, you got one chance to win the game. Dustin Martin. <laughs> incorrect. <laughs> the answer was Gary Ayres. So, <laughs> I declare yes. the 2020 Sports, Des- Sports Desk Quiz. Jay finally returns after a woeful year and wins 6-4. Big preseason, Sam. <laughs> well done. Uh, crazy stuff. Thanks for having you on, um, James. It's been a crazy 2020. Uh, it's good to have you on as we wrap out the final no, seconds of the show. Thanks for joining us. And we'll see you in 2020, James. Hell yeah. All right. See you then. Oh, well, Jay, what a beat. It's been a fantastic two-hour show finale. Um Final thoughts on the year of 2020 in sport? Well, yeah, it's obviously been very different, but um, they've adapted. Everyone's adapted. Uh, the organisations have adapted and the fans have adapted. It's still not the same, obviously, but hopefully 2021 is uh, a lot more brighter and we can get back to games, especially over in Australia. We can get to the AFL. Yeah, I know, AFL and, was just a big... The soccer, A-League. Yeah. Everything, really. Excited for the A-League. We should go to a couple of Melbourne City yeah. games, first couple of rounds. 
Uh, first one game to Melbourne City and Western United is Jan 17th. Uh, but it's been absolutely fantastic. Um, we might see you. I might see you in 2020. We'll never know. We've we've done the whole year. I, I'm impressed that we've uh, lasted this long oh, yeah. throughout this crazy year doing podcasting. But it's good that we could finish off this year in the studio uh, for 2020. Well, that's it from us. Uh, you can catch the podcast at the Sports Desk on Sin. Uh, have a Merry Christmas to all and a Happy New Year. Thank you, Jay. Thanks, Sam.